Hello, and welcome to Always Responding, a podcast for all first responders. I'm your host, KB. I'm a 19-year veteran of law enforcement, and during my time on the job, I've had the privilege of working with some of the best men and women to ever wear the uniform. Unfortunately, this job also comes with the potential risk of harm or even death. Last year alone, law enforcement lost 567 officers in the line of duty. That was a 42% increase from the year before, And this year, 2022, we have already lost 98 officers in the line of duty. During future podcasts, I will read the names of any law enforcement officer who may have been killed in the line of duty between the last podcast and the one upcoming. I believe reading their names is a way of honoring their lives and service to their communities and our country. With this being the very first Always Responding podcast, I feel it would only be respectful to read all the names of every law enforcement officer who has been killed in the line of duty so far this year. I will now take a few moments to read these names out loud. This information can all be located on the Officer Down Memorial Page website. It should be noted that the website counts COVID-19 deaths as a part of its line of duty deaths, and there have been 52 COVID-related deaths so far this year alone for law enforcement officers. I will now read the names of the 98 officers who have paid the ultimate sacrifice so far this year. They are Police Officer Christopher Gibson, Dallas Police Department, January 2nd, COVID-19. Deportation Officer William Hayes, United States Department of Homeland Security, January 3rd, COVID-19. Trooper John Horton, North Carolina Highway Patrol, January 3rd, struck by vehicle. Deputy Sheriff Brian Venata, Curry County Sheriff's Office, January 3rd, COVID-19. Police Officer Bart Arnold, Enid Police Department, January 3rd, COVID-19. Police Officer Jesus Lara, Casa Grande Police Department, January 4th, COVID-19. Police Officer David Engel, Iola Police Department, January 4th, COVID-19. Police Officer Franklin Joe, Lone Star College System Police Department, January 4th, COVID-19. Officer Bruce Eckhoff, United States Department of Homeland Security, January 5th, COVID-19. Police Officer Richard Tostison, Noonan Police Department, January 6th, COVID-19. Captain Reginald Kamal Smith, Wilson Police Department, January 7th, COVID-19. Deputy Sheriff Michael Queenie, Will County Sheriff's Office, January 8th, COVID-19. Detention Sergeant Janelle Vizer, Miller County Sheriff's Office, January 9th, COVID-19. Police Officer Fernando Arroyas, Los Angeles Police Department, January 10th, gunfire. Police Officer Diane Gonzalez, New Haven Police Department, January 10th, automobile crash. Correction Officer Mark Loking, Texas Department of Criminal Justice, January 10th, COVID-19. Police Officer Brian Shields, Arroyo Police Department, January 11th, COVID-19. Chief of Police Michael German, Prairie City Department, January 13th, COVID-19. Investigator Stephen Finley, Madison County Sheriff's Office, January 14th, COVID-19. Sergeant Malik Majizop, January 15th, COVID-19. Corrections Officer Melissa France, Oswego County Sheriff's Office, January 17th, COVID-19. 
Corporal Ernest Robinson, Wayne County Sheriff's Office, January 18th, COVID-19. Police Officer Ramiro Perez, Shallow Water Police Department, January 18th, COVID-19. Sergeant Kenneth Thurman, Aurora Police Department, January 19th, COVID-19. Chief of Police Don Reif, Jefferson College Police Department, January 20th, COVID-19. Police Officer Kareel Jones, Memphis Police Department, January 20th, automobile crash. Police Officer Tyler Lenin, Elk Grove Police Department, January 21st, vehicular assault. School Resource Officer Johnny Patterson, Lee County School District, January 21st, struck by vehicle. Detective Jason Rivera, New York Police Department, January 21st, gunfire. Special Agent Anthony Salsa, Texas Department of Public Safety, January 22nd, accidental. Lieutenant Kevin Pounders, Hansville Police Department, January 23rd, COVID-19. Corporal Charles Galloway, Harris County Constable's Office, January 23rd, gunfire. Sergeant Ramon Gutierrez, Harris County Sheriff's Office, January 24th, vehicular assault. Wilbert Mora, New York City Police Department, January 25th, gunfire. Police Officer Christopher Berry, Vider Police Department, January 25th, COVID. School Resource Officer Travis Hurley, London Police Department, January 27th, COVID-19. Master Trooper Vince Mullins, Tennessee Highway Patrol, January 28th, COVID-19. Deputy Sheriff Noah Rainey, Carroll County Sheriff's Office, January 29th, automobile crash. Deputy Sheriff Lauren Redman, Loving County Sheriff's Office, January 29th, automobile crash. Police Officer Donald Sahoda, Vancouver Police Department, January 29th, in a gunfire inadvertent. Sergeant William Shibley, Sebastian County Sheriff's Office, January 31st, COVID-19. Sergeant Burke Hannibal, Gonzalez County Sheriff's Office, January 31st, COVID-19. Police Officer Chris Bardwell, Crossroads Police Department, February 1st, COVID-19. Deputy Sheriff LaQuentin Wilson, Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, February 1st, COVID-19. Police Officer John Painter, Bridgewater College Police Department, February 1st, gunfire. Sergeant Arthur Duran, Fowler Police Department, February 2nd, COVID-19. Deputy Sheriff Steve Bobbitt, DeKalb County Sheriff's Office, February 3rd, COVID-19. Correction Officer Helen May Smith, North Carolina Department of Public Safety, February 3rd, heart attack. Sergeant Chris Jenkins, London County Sheriff's Office, February 3rd, vehicular assault. Captain Colin Burney, Flint Police Department, February 4th, automobile crash. Chief of Police Richard Stevens, Union City Police Department, February 4th, COVID-19. Agent John Stayrock, Medina County Drug Task Force, February 6th, COVID-19. Correctional Officer Braxton Hoffman, Lake County Sheriff's Office, February 7th, COVID-19. Police Officer John Mestis, Double Oak Police Department, February 7th, COVID-19. Correctional Officer John Baron Barry Broadway, Texas Department of Criminal Justice, February 8th, COVID-19. Corporal Shelley Goodball, Petigo Police Department, February 10th, COVID-19. Corporal Michael Springer, Arkansas State Police, February 11th, COVID-19. Officer James McWhorter, Florida Department of Agricultural and Consumer Services, February 12th, automobile crash. Correctional Officer K. Zeger, Jr., Texas Department of Criminal Justice, February 13th, COVID-19. Police Officer Lonnie Sneed, Double Oak Police Department, February 15th, COVID-19. Corporal Keith Morgan, Cherokee County Sheriff's Office, February 16th, COVID-19. Sheriff Robert Kraft, Marion County Sheriff's Office, February 16th, COVID-19. Deputy Sheriff Jared Arozzi, February 17th, COVID-19. Corrections Deputy Bridget Hunter, Shelby County Sheriff's Office, February 17th, COVID-19. Police Officer Nicholas Vela, 
Huntington Beach Police Department, February 19th, aircraft accident. Sergeant Matthew Horn, Ocean County Sheriff's Office, February 22nd, COVID-19. Deputy Constable Neil Adams, San Juanito County Constable's Office, February 23rd, gunfire. Correctional Lieutenant Steve Taylor, Riverside County Sheriff's Department, February 24th, COVID-19. Police Officer Jorge Alvarado, Salinas Police Department, February 25th, gunfire. Police Officer David Evans, San Antonio Police Department, February 25th, gunfire. Detective Michael Goodwin, New Hanover County Sheriff's Office, February 27th, COVID-19. Sergeant Joshua Goodall, Arkansas Department of Corrections, February 28th, gunfire. Lieutenant Scott Owens, Union City Police Department, March 1st, COVID-19. Deputy First Class Kenny Olander, Frederick County Sheriff's Office, March 2nd, COVID-19. Senior Police Officer Robert Duran, Santa Fe Police Department, March 2nd, vehicle pursuit. Trooper Tamara Bucci, Massachusetts State Police, March 3rd, automobile crash. Correctional Officer Lonnie Johnson Jr., Texas Department of Criminal Justice, March 6th, COVID-19. Corporal Benjamin Cooper, Joplin Police Department, March 8th, gunfire. Police Officer Freddie Wilson, Detroit Public Schools Community District Police Department, March 10th, heart attack. Police Officer Jake Reed, Joplin Police Department, March 11th, gunfire. Police Officer Kaleeb Ogilvie, Covington Division of Police, March 14th, gunfire. Deputy Sheriff Damik Kalata, Pierce County Sheriff's Department, March 16th, gunfire. Police Officer Lane Burns, Bonitier Police Department, March 17th, gunfire. Sergeant Barbara Finley, Eastland County Sheriff's Office, March 17th, fire. Trooper Brandon Siska, Pennsylvania State Police, March 21st, vehicular assault. Police Officer Dan Roca, Everett Police Department, March 25th, gunfire. Police Officer Jeffrey Hendon Carson, Franklin Police Department, March 26th, heart attack. Deputy Sheriff Douglas Sanford, Hamilton County Sheriff's Office, March 29th, COVID-19. Investigator Donald Crooms, Houston County District Attorney's Office, March 30th, automobile crash. Police Officer Dominic Francis, Bluffton Police Department, March 31st, vehicular pursuit. Lieutenant William Lebo, Lebanon City Police Department, Thursday, March 31st, gunfire. Deputy Sheriff Darren Almaderes, Harris County Sheriff's Office, March 31st, gunfire. Police Officer Trey Sutton, Henrico County Police Department, March 31st, automobile crash. Sergeant Christopher Vaughn, Cedar Bluff Police Department, April 1st, duty-related illness. Deputy Jennifer Chavez, Harris County Constable's Office, April 2nd, vehicle assault. Deputy Sheriff James Jerry Critchlow, Ohio County Sheriff's Office, April 20th, heart attack. And Police Officer Andrew Barr, Case Police Department, April 24th, gunfire. I also believe that K-9 plays a very vital role in what we as police officers do. So I'm going to now read the K-9 units that have passed away this year. They are K-9 Benny from the Heflin Police Department, January 5th, struck by vehicle. K-9 Jedi, Seattle Police Department, January 5th, stabbed. K-9 Nitro 2, York County Sheriff's Department, February 8th, vehicular assault. K-9 Maya, West Jordan Police Department, February 17th, gunfire. K-9 Cairo, Humphreys County Sheriff's Office, March 3rd, fire. K-9 Dash, Shepherdsville Police Department, March 9th, gunfire. K-9 Major, Franklin County Sheriff's Office, April 10th, gunfire. And K-9 Jinx, El Paso County Sheriff's Office, April 11th, gunfire. I want this podcast to represent all first responders, not just law enforcement. So for our fellow firefighters, it should be noted that they have lost 40 of their own this year alone in the line of duty. I will now read the names of the firefighters who have lost their lives in the line of duty this year. 
These names can be all located on the U.S. Firefighter Administration website. These names are as follows. Donald G. Gross, Lincoln, Nebraska, January 4th. Brian C. Bush, Mineral Point, Wisconsin, January 6th. Jonathan John Flagler, Los Angeles, California, January 6th. James Jim Lundlum, Mineral Point, Wisconsin, January 6th. David Spink, Barstow, California, January 9th. Benjamin Polson, St. Louis, Missouri, January 13th. William Billy Steinberg, Forestburg, New York, January 15th. Robert Bobby Jones, Westminster, Maryland, January 20th. Julian Skill Wilson, Somerville, Tennessee, January 23rd. Paul Buttram, Baltimore, Maryland, January 24th. Kenneth Lakeo, Baltimore, Maryland, January 24th. Kelsey Sadler, Baltimore, Maryland, January 24th. Vidal Max Fortuna, Stockton, California, January 31st. William Mike Brooks, Nashville, Tennessee, February 1st. Austin Smith, St. Paul, Oregon, February 3rd. James V. Radford, Fremont, North Carolina, February 5th. Wayne Doyle, Columbus, Mississippi, February 7th. Brian Miller, Buckeye, Arizona, February 7th. Mark Holt, Thomasville, North Carolina, February 9th. Stephen McCann, Los Angeles, California, February 9th. John McGuire, Copras Cove, Texas, February 10th. Jesse B. Gerhard, Brooklyn, New York, February 16th. Dave Holmes, LaGrange, North Carolina, February 28th. Larry W. Harbin, Lynn, Alabama, March 3rd. John N. Pridemore, Clayton, Delaware, March 8th. David W. McDonald, Jr., Peshawbistown, Michigan, March 17th. Dustin W. Brandshorst, Springfield, Missouri, March 18th. Vincent Dauphin, Harrison, New Jersey, March 19th. April L. Partridge, Apache, Oklahoma, March 20th. Edward Long, Portsmouth, Ohio, March 22nd. Freddie Reeves, Ward, Alabama, March 25th. Jeff Williams, Larksville, Pennsylvania, March 31st. Timothy Williams, Carlsbad, New Mexico, April 4th. Jeffrey Wyatt, Bessemer, Alabama, April 4th. Darren Kroll, Elwood, Nebraska, April 7th. Brendan Bessie, Scottsdale, Arizona, April 8th. Philip Weigel, West Salem, Ohio, April 11th. Isaac Hessein, Northern Cambria, Pennsylvania, April 15th. Stephen Smith, Sedalia, Colorado, April 23rd. And Timothy Klein, Brooklyn, New York, April 24th. We as first responders have a very difficult job that carries a tremendous amount of responsibility. We have the trust of the community, our coworkers, employer, family, and friends to carry around with us as we do our jobs. This can be a very heavy load to carry, especially if you add on the years and years of service. Like I mentioned before, I'm your host, KB, and I want to tell you a little bit about who I am and why I've decided to do this podcast. I'm 53 years old, married with three kids, and have been working as a first responder for the major Metropolitan Police Department in the southwest part of the United States for the past 19 years. I've been a training officer, work patrol for 13 years, and am currently assigned as a detective. I've seen firsthand how this job can affect not only the employee, but how it can affect your family, your loved ones, and everyone else around you. I want to have a platform for all first responders, not just police, but for fire, EMS, correction, and dispatch, to have a place they could come to for answers, to voice their opinions, their displeasures, a place everyone can feel comfortable coming to and feel like you're having a conversation with your partner. Always Responding will be a podcast that will touch on topics such as 
how we are viewed in the public eye, positively and negatively, stress, and how to manage it for a productive career. Suicide, no longer a taboo topic. Life after the job, how to deal with terrible bosses and supervisors, hobbies and activities away from work, and leaving work at work. Always responding, would love to have as much feedback from everyone as possible. This podcast is for and about all first responders. I'm nearing the end of my career, but I want to try and help as many who are just beginning theirs as I possibly can. I remember how stressful it was just getting started. There are so many different things to worry about, and you're not sure if you're going to do the right thing or not from the job to family all the way up to finances. I want Always Responding to be a bridge between all of us veterans who have gone through this and made the mistakes and now have the opportunity to help the new officers, new EMTs, new CEOs, new firefighters, new dispatchers get through these difficult times because we all know there's nobody else out there that's going to do it for us. I will have guests on who share some old war stories with us, not to make fun of anybody, but just to show we all made mistakes in the past and we all can learn from them. I really want Always Responding to become a family-type environment like we were all promised when we took our oath and pinned on our badges in the very beginning. I will open every podcast with a reading of names of any fallen officer from the previous podcast, and I will begin taps, and during this, I will start announcing the names of the fallen officers or officers who were killed in the line of duty between the last podcast and the one I am currently recording. I believe this is extremely important, as every fallen officer deserves to be recognized for the ultimate sacrifice. Always Responding is a podcast for all first responders, and it's very important to me that we show the respect to all those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice. Always Responding will talk about the difficulties of the job and jobs have on families. We work very stressful jobs. Do we ever really just stop and think about how this affects our loved ones? You know, it's funny, we as first responders get paid to be able to talk to complete strangers. Sometimes it's a matter of life or death, and yet we have so much trouble talking with our significant others. You take these long shifts at work, add a little bit of stress, anxiety, anger, and sprinkle on a few years, and bam, you get yourself a perfect recipe for either a divorce or a major domestic violence situation. You do realize we as first responders have the high rate of divorce and domestic violence calls generated. Why is this? We should be able to control our anger, right? We should be able to talk through our problems and issues before they become a bigger problem and we have a blow up. If you don't think this job is changing you or that it isn't affecting you, then I would suggest take a step back, take a good hard look at where you're at. How's your work life? Do you find yourself short-tempered more than usual? Do you blame everything bad that happens to you on everyone but you? How is your home life? Do you find yourself spending time alone? Have you lost touch with friends and family? I'm telling you this as someone who's been there. This is a very stressful job, and stress can sneak up on you before you even realize it, and it'll take a hold of you. We as first responders have a high rate of alcoholism, domestic violence, DUI, and the one thing everyone is so damn afraid to talk about, but I'm not because it needs to be discussed, and that's suicide. Did you know that this year alone, 2022, we have already had 43 law enforcement officers and seven firefighters, one correction officer, commit suicide? These numbers were provided by bluehelp.org. And in 2021, we lost 132 police officers, 20 correction officers, 16 firefighters, and two EMS workers to suicide. These are our brothers and sisters. We work side by side with them day and night. We need to do better. Man, we have to do better. We are losing our family members not to violence on the streets, but to their own hands. I know it can be difficult, 
to see if someone is having a hard time or maybe struggling. But if you do see a partner or someone on your shift that was once outgoing, but now seems quiet or not themselves, just take a few minutes to reach out to them. Ask how they're doing. Maybe sit and just be there. You'd be amazed at how something so little to you could be a game changer to them. This takes all of us. We are all first responders and we are all in this together. I'm going to touch more on this topic in later episodes. This is a topic we all need to talk about and have a better understanding on. We are burying our brothers and sisters way too many times for reasons that we can possibly all help stop. I hope together we can bring these numbers drastically down this year. Well, I'd like to wrap this episode up by saying how blessed I have been. I started this journey over 19 years ago. Yes, there's been some extremely difficult calls and some I wasn't sure I was going to make it home from, but I've always had the love and support of my amazing wife who has endured all my crappy mood swings. But she's always stood by my side. Thank you to the love of my life and my ride-or-die partner, my wife. I love you, babe. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to live out my dream. If I have any advice for a new hire just beginning their career, it would be this. Don't take the job too serious. Have fun. This time flies by. Get into a relationship with someone who truly understands what you do and have an open line of communication with them. Move around. Try different parts of your apartment. Invest in your future. Talk to someone if you're feeling stressed. Enjoy the ride. Always have your partner's back and always make it home safe to your family. Thank you for your time. I hope as a first responder, this podcast will pique your interest. If you have a hobby or an item you make and would like for me to promote, I'd be happy to mention it on this podcast in the future. You can email me at alwaysresponding at gmail.com. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I hope this is the beginning of a great partnership. And I hope everyone has a long, safe, and healthy career. This is KB with Always Responding saying thank you. And remember, as they would always say in that 80s cop show, let's be safe out there.